Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, let's get right to it. Bring in Ted Wynn, NFL staff writer at The Athletic. You can check out his latest piece. It's on the Chiefs' defensive game plan and Steve Spagnolo. Uh, check that out in The Athletic. Ted, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, listen, we, we know you're, you're a big film guy and a, and a tape guy. I guess he, here's where I'll start. Um, you know, Kittle only had two catches and Ayuk only had three and Debo only... Were they open and Purdy didn't see them, or were they not getting separation? Is there any way to generalize maybe why the offense sputtered or some of those guys sputtered a little bit in that Super Bowl? Uh, well, if you look at what the Chiefs have done all season, they have been the best team at taking away a team's number one receiver. And Steve Spagnuolo is just one of the best at being able to take away a number one because he has so many different tools and Schemes and strategies for taking away a number one receiver, um, and, and you, you know you look at the, the throughout the playoffs. I, I, they, did, they didn't consider Zay Flowers the number one, so they gave him a bunch of one on one coverage and they gave him some catches underneath. Uh, but other than that, they um, I, I don't have the stat in front of me, but um, before that game, the last five number ones, including Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, I think they only gave up 128 yards total to those guys guys in five games in a row. So um, he's just really good at taking number one. So bracket, they bracketed IU. Sometimes they'll show a bracket and then they'll blitz. They just made it tough to get the ball to him. And they gave Debo Samuel a bunch of one-on-one coverage. Uh, but then they had Trent McDuffie or Snead press him. And those two guys are you know top of the league at what they do. And Debo, as great as he is, is not really a downfield, route-running, you know, uh, intermediate, deep uh, deep ball type of receiver. And we saw that in the game. He wasn't able to win those one-on-ones consistently. So, um, they, you know, with press coverage, you can't get those screens to Debo because the, the, the corner is right on you, mm. right? So um, they just made it tough to get the ball to Debo, and they doubled that you. That's what they do all season. Some of the teams that had success against the Chiefs, they were able to get the ball to like their third or fourth receivers or tight ends and running backs. And um, they just weren't And Christian McCaffrey had 90 yards receiving, you know, so that's, that's the game plan that you should have coming into you know, playing the chiefs. But unfortunately they didn't win in the red zone and they had the turnover 
and um, those things could do you in against a good elite defense. Ted, I got like a million questions, but I, I, I know we got a short amount of time, and I'll start with this one. What would you say to the crowd that said Kyle should have ran McCaffrey more? I think um, the Chiefs had a lot more success against the run than people realize, especially with their base personnel, which means uh, just four defensive backs and uh, some combination of uh, seven uh, defensive linemen and linebackers. When they had their base on, um, base defense on the field in the first half, the Niners only had five carries for 11 yards. So the Chiefs had a good game plan against the Niners' run uh, running game. Um, they were able to create negative plays. They get they got the Niners into some long yardage situations on early downs that kind of forced them to pass. And really, the Niners' superpower all season has been. If you're going to put your base personnel on the field, we're going to punish you with explosive pass plays because we have guys that can beat linebackers. And that's been their identity. That's been how they've uh, been putting up so many points against other teams. But against the Chiefs, they just they couldn't do it because the Chiefs have good matchup players as well. Ted Wynn joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's an NFL staff writer at The Athletic. Uh, you want to check out his stuff he wrote on the Super Bowl and the Chiefs' defensive game plan. Um, it is... I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers, and obviously they just they just fired uh, Steve Wilkes. I'm going to ask you a question that that uh, you don't have to answer it if you want, but I bet if you ask Kyle Shanahan in his heart of hearts, do you think he wishes maybe that he would have gotten rid of Steve Wilkes in the middle of the season because the breadcrumbs now seem to be leading us to, huh? They weren't on the same page this year. Yeah, but, you know, also, I, I don't know if they have a guy that they felt good to be his replacement because mm. Steve Wilkes does have a lot of experience in the league as a defensive coordinator, and I'm sure that they had some hope that they could have, you know, eventually right the ship, um, too. So um, I, I think they wanted to give Wilkes a chance to, to get things right, but unfortunately, just um, they just never got on the same page. Ted, let me ask you this about Brock Purdy. I, I told my partner Steiny here, I was shocked that he wasn't overwhelmed. Uh, didn't turn the ball over in this game. And all I hear about, because Ted, I feel like the Niners let this one get away. We'll leave that there. But, oh, when you're playing a Patrick Mahomes or some uh, a quarterback of that caliber, you know, they're, they're, they're heroic. Has anything changed in your estimation from a Brock Purdy standpoint that he could either not be Mahomes but be a championship quarterback moving forward? Uh, no, I thought Brock played pretty well uh, in the in the Super Bowl. I mean, again, this is an elite secondary. He played an elite defensive play caller that had a really good game plan. And, um, you know, obviously there were some mistakes and there were some plays that he would love to have back. But I think to me, that's where experience comes in. You know, you, he's a, it's hard to – sometimes people forget he's, a, he's in his second year. You know, he hasn't seen a lot of football. He hasn't seen a lot of NFL football. And all these reps that he's having, he is being registered in his mind and is getting better. Um, but there are some plays where I thought, you know, experience is where, what would make the difference. Like, mm. you know, maybe he, here he could ch- have changed the protection. Maybe on that third and five um, at the end of the game where they couldn't convert if he told George Kittle to look towards the slot or any hit Ayuk on the, the hot route, that might have ended the game. You know, but th- that's tough to see as uh, a second-year player that's still learning and g- getting these reps. But now he has that in his bank, and, and he's going to build on that. Ted Wynn joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's an NFL writer for The Athletic. Um, 
The the overtime situation with with the toss. Just your feelings on uh, Kyle taking the ball. The Chiefs apparently loving that uh, they took the ball in that situation and kind of the second guessing around that. How did you view it? Yeah, I mean, to, to me, you know, all the analysis that I've read on it, it, it's it's pretty much a 50-50 proposition, and you can make arguments for either strategy. And obviously the Chiefs believe in one strategy, and they kind of ingrained in their guys that this is the strategy that we want to go with. So they, you know, they obviously um, believed in it, and they were ready to go, and were very happy that the, the Niners chose the other strategy. Um, but this is a brand new rule, is a brand new um, format for overtime. So um, to me, it, it wasn't as egregious as people thought it was, um, and obviously the the results were what it was, and it, it makes it worse. But. Uh, to me, it, it's kind of a 50-50 proposition. I can see both sides of the, the argument. And, we, you know, to analyze that, we kind of have to not look at the results and kind of – I think we, we need more, um, more evidence to kind of fear which way it should go. But they, they made this rule to, so that it's more fair to whoever, whoever wins or loses the coin toss. Ted, can you help me break this down? I, I I just can't get over the third and five from the nine, late in the fourth. I just thought a first down there, not I thought, I know, first down there, they bleed the clock, kick a field goal, Niners win the Super Bowl. So now I'm hearing and I'm reading a lot of people blaming the O-line collectively. But if the O-line is good enough to get you to this this plateau, do you think, Ted, it's fair to say, oh, okay, in the big game, it's cool for everybody to say we lost in the game? Or is it on Kyle? Is it on the O-line? A combination of both? How do you see that? Well, it's definitely not the offensive line because the guy that got in was Trent McDuffie, and he wasn't the offensive line's responsibility. Uh, George Kittle was in the backfield, um, and he was that extra blocker. And um, I don't know what he's taught, um, but maybe they thought a blitz was going to come from the slot to the opposite side, but it actually came from the, the wide side, which is where McDuffie came from. Um, so in a perfect world, um, Kittle would block McDuffie. Or maybe Brock sees that blitz and he throws hot to Ayuk right away. Um, but that's definitely not off its line. It's either on Kittle or it's on uh, Brock to see it. It was a well-disguised uh, defense because um, Bags hasn't called that before, and he brought that at the perfect time, and it kind of fooled the, fooled the offense. But uh, it, if you were to put blame on somebody, it would have to be um, Kittle or Purdy, mm. not the offensive line. Ted Wynn joining us on 95.7 The Game. He covers the NFL for The Athletic. I mean, I think objectively, if we look at the San Francisco 49ers, Ted, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to look a lot similar next year to this year. It's just kind of the way, the way it plays out. Greenlaw maybe won't be there for the start of the season, but essentially the team's going to probably look like this past year. So how do they get better and where do they need to improve the most in your mind? Uh, to me, the secondary has to get a lot better. Uh, I thought they were a, a problem. Jimmy Ward leaving in uh, free agency was obviously a, a huge problem because Lenore had to move in to, to play nickel when they had five defensive backs uh, on the field. And obviously, uh, Aubrey Thomas got picked on relentlessly. Um, I thought losing Hafanga was huge for this defense, especially 
um, the run defense because Hufanga just created so many negative plays in the, in the run game, and uh, he was still good good back there, and they dealt with multiple injuries to the safety position. So I think they have to get deeper in, in the secondary. They, I think they need a, a nickel or outside corner so they can decide what spot they want to put uh, Lenore into. Uh, but I thought the secondary was uh, pretty bad this season. Ted, I was telling my partner, I know football is a violent sport. No excuses. Everybody's got a story. But if you watch that first half up into the green lot injury and Kelsey going crazy on his coach and the frustration that w- that had set in, there's no way that injury didn't have um, a bearing on the outcome. With that said, uh, going into next season, you know what, what are the ramifications you think of that green law injury to this Niner defense, whoever the coordinator is? Oh, it's huge. I mean, to me, Greenlaw is a top 10 linebacker, and you pair that with Fred Warner, who is either one or two um, in the league. Um, you know, obviously, the Niners don't have great depth there. I mean, Oren Burks got picked. I think he got targeted nine times for nine catches and over uh, 100 yards. Or, or I don't have to stand in front of me, but I think it's something similar to that. So um, that injury is pretty big, and it's a huge part of the Niners' identity, having those two top-flight linebackers just, chase everything down and take away the middle of the field. Um, and then, obviously, Travis Kelsey uh, went, you know, went off in the second half. So um, I, I think it, it was a huge injury. Um, it, it's tough when you're starting to get to um, the, the point of this the stage of development of, with the Niners where people are getting paid to have a lot of good depth because you're paying these top guys so much money. It, it's hard to build out that depth, and you really have to do it to, with a draft and with guys that – um, other teams don't want, so you have to find these diamonds in a rough. And the Niners' defense was pretty thin this year, and we, we saw that play out. And um, obviously, you don't expect to lose a top-flight linebacker just running on a field. Uh, but it was a very impactful injury. Ted, are you are you done writing for a little while, or do you got something in the hopper that we can look for in the next day or two? Uh, it, it, the NFL uh, NFL news cycle is never done, so I'm, I'm writing about some of the, the coaching hires. Uh, about Luke Getze, and uh, then I'm going to write about Mike Zimmer's fit, and then um, I have to get into the draft and start really studying these guys and uh, breaking down these draft prospects. What do you think they'll do at uh, defensive coordinator? Uh, or thought process? No, I, I it, it, it's really tough at this point of the season because everybody is, you know, everybody is settled in with their positions and all that. Um, but I think Mike Vrabel is an interesting name because mm. he, I think he could cycle between. Um, I think he could play, you know, run a four-down system. I think he's a really good strategist and good defensive mind. Um, but maybe he's too buff for Kyle Shanahan to change his play calls. So um, you know, maybe maybe he he won't fit in. Uh, Brandon Staley's an interesting name, but he's an odd front guy that um, doesn't really fit what the Niners are doing. But mm. maybe if they, if he convinced them that he could run the, the Niners single gap system and adjust, um, he could be a name to watch out for too. But anytime you have a guy switching schemes, you know, like we, they dealt with some of that with Steve Wilkes, it, it, it's it's going to be an adjustment. And um, maybe Jeff Ulbrich, who is um, the Jets defensive coordinator right now, um, maybe he could convince him to want to come home to the Bay Area. You know, he, he'd be a great name as well. Um, so I, I'd watch out for those guys. Ted, I gotta leave you. I know, I got, I, I gotta leave you with this one, Ted. For all the chatter, because it has got some fertilizer that says Kyle can't win the big one. Do you scoff at that, or do you say, you know what, everybody's entitled to their opinion? There's enough data to show that. Or where are you at when you hear talk like that? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's tough to put that the first Super Bowl on him when the offense scored so many points in that um, when he was the Atlanta Falcons offense coordinator. Uh, offense, yeah, when he was the offense coordinator with the Falcons, and then I just think it's hard when you're play, you're in the Patrick Mahomes era. You know, mm. it's like being in the Jordan era. All these guys that never became champions or never got the accolades they deserved because they were playing in the era of the greatest player of all time. We're seeing a similar situ- situation with Patrick Mahomes, who is going to be in a running for the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, it's yeah. just it's tough to beat him, you know. So there were definitely some things that uh, Kyle could have done better. Uh, but I think Andy Reid made a bunch of coaching mistakes too, but he had Patrick wow. Mahomes on his side, wow. which is the, uh, yeah. you know, the great equalizer. Hey, Ted, thank you so much appreciate for joining it. us. Really appreciate it and uh, really like your stuff. You have uh, great insight. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Ted Wynn, NFL staff writer. Uh, you can follow him at The Athletic NFL. Uh, you can also check out his latest story. Ted Wynn uh, of The Athletic. I, everybody and their mom's coming up with that uh, that comparison between Mahomes and Jordan and it being the era. But can I just say this to you about that, Stoney? And, and I get it, but Magic got beat five games, his Laker team against Jordan. Uh, Malone wasn't able to take in Stockton uh, Jordan to seven games. Barkley either. And I guess what I'm saying is two different sports. They were never really close. Mahomes, two of the three, Stoney were right. The Niners had them. Well, that's, you, you know, know what? what I mean? With it wasn't 38 With all due respect... I don't think they had them. Mm. I don't think the Niners ever had them. They were up 10 nothing. They couldn't take advantage and score more. Well, at that point, you're like, oh, boy, they're wasting opportunities. <laughs> now it's 10-3. You know, then it's 13-10. I think I just, they lost another close game. Yeah. I don't, you know, that's, let's go out to uh, Rafi. Uh, Rafi's in Berkeley. Let's take some calls, maybe get into the Warriors on the other side. What's up, uh, Rafi? How you doing? Good guys, how y'all doing today? Hey, hey. Um, so my take, my take was a little taken in that, like, I just did want to say, you know, it's not like people give give Pat Riley such a hard time losing to Jordan. You know, it's like we are up against one of the best coaches in league history with what who will end up as potentially the best quarterback in league history. You know. We we were in the game and and we lost the game and we lost a close game and and that's that's really that's great and and my kind of just take on Kyle which I did want to share is I think that the thing that I think is a little different from him and Andy Reid is just time and Andy Reid might be is the ultimate is the ultimate you know there was a really great article in the Ringer I don't remember who wrote it but it was about Andy Reid and his, like, level of attention to detail. He's, like, telling people to, to change their socks, like, halfway through practice because he sees someone have the wrong sock on. And that just comes from time and life. And I think to have gotten this far this young is incredible. But let's just not forget that Andy Reid didn't win until he was 60 years old. You know, Kyle's, what, 43, 44? We put a lot on this guy. Like, he's got to learn that attention to detail. And I think, yeah. They lost the game because there were details that weren't handled. But for where he is in his in his career, they were pretty hard on the guy. And and I think that in ten years he's going to see more, know more, and have more under control to the point where you where you win these kinds of Super Bowls and you win multiples. If you look at guys like Reed, Belichick, they are beyond fanatical with attention to detail. And and Kyle is 
He's you know what? What about, this? what about this? What about this? Nobody expects Purdy to be Mahomes. We said a second year. Why do we expect Shanahan to be Belichick or Reed? Yeah, right, right totally. now. That's exactly. That's ex- yeah. And he's he is a fun, for forty three years old. What a coach we have! Of course, we want to keep him for ten years. Are you kidding me? Like fire Kyle. Like I'm with you. Sign Kyle up. I'm with you, Sign but nobody Kyle wants to hear it. Bed. Uh, Rafi, I'm with you, but like nobody wants to hear that. Well, Rafi, oh, Super Bowl. To, to, to both of you, Stani, I, I, I get that, but miss me with the age component. If you're good enough to get your team to the big game, Rafi, is it too much to ask to win that big game, especially when they're close? And then you hear the fallout of the 49er players didn't know the rule. My point is I hear you on attention to detail. How are we so sure, Stani, that some guys and gals – are going to get that. So well, this is you know what, what I mean. And I guess this is going to be my greatest frustration moving forward. Is I feel like you got to you got to call a side on Kyle. Like if you really don't think, if you really think he's problematic and he'll never get better, and he's snake bit, then by goodness, man up and say let's fire him. But I don't like the idea of. Well, he's a great coach, great play caller, hasn't broken through. Then we we can't fire him, can't fire him, can't fire him. So what are we going to do? We're going to bring Kyle Shanahan back and just rip him a new one until and unless he wins a Super Bowl. Like to me, that's kind of having it both ways, and I like that's the that's the part I'm not crazy about with with the assess. Like I'd rather like okay, and this is not personal. In, In a way, I would rather remember. I swear to God, I'm not doing no, this. Ahead, when I'm you ready. said, I'd fire Kyle for what he did with Trey Lance. Yeah, and I meant it like, at that point. I right, was and thinking, I almost yeah. wish you would have said at that time, oh, that's a fireable offense what he did to Trey Lance. Plus, you know what, Steiny? He ain't never going to win a big one. I'd fire him. Because you could be standing yeah. on that right yeah. now. But I didn't feel that And way. you could yeah. be like, I'm telling you, Steiny, yeah. I didn't like the way he did that, and I don't think he can win. But, it but goes, I think it's yeah. unfair to just... Yeah. We're going to kill him until, but, like, but so we're going to kill him all next year. You know that, yeah. don't you? I, I hear you on the two-way street, but, Stani, it goes back to your analogy with the relationships. You you, you you tell your spouse you want them to work on something, you're going to work on something, we'll reconvene. So this I'm not fair. ready to just say, Kyle, right. you know, like I recognize the brilliance, but, Stani, my point is the list is getting longer by the de- by the season with the Part they had the best right. and let me just they had the best roster going did, into this game so that's were they the best like team? if his name was Tony the Tiger they had See, the best roster and, and, and you know what goo that's where I now disagree Ooh. coming into the game I thought the 49ers had a better team mm, yeah. I do not think that now I yeah, wow. do not th- I think the Chiefs had a better team mm. yeah. that's just me and what does Jordan, the quarterback, make up for whatever? Hey, you got a better punter. You got a better – you know, when you got Jordan at QB, I'm asking you, I mean, how much is that worth to bridge that gap and maybe give the lead to the – one more time. Oh, you got a better roster. You got a better safety or backup nickel. But when you got Jordan, at quarterback, which is obviously more than Purdy, maybe that, maybe that's all where – maybe that's where the argument stops. Maybe, <laughs> I mean, it could stop there. From like that's again in the in the uh, in the wake of the game. Right after the game, I'm like, you know what? That's a great game. Great game. Mahomes, unbelievable. 49ers, they just they just didn't get it done. 
Make well, that's, that, yeah. you, you can't make a week's worth of shows. Hey, just didn't get it done. No, you got to go into why they didn't get it yeah. done, and I get that, but sometimes yeah. you just don't. I know it. you hate this. McVay won at 35, Stoney. Right, and we always okay. So you're using the greatest coaches of all time when you when you. Oh no, that's I what I mean. He's a victim of point. his own success. And here's the other thing. And I'll just say it. He's lost two Super Bowls as a head coach to Patrick Mahomes. Like that's where I think some people could be like, "What are we talking about here?" And then the NFC Championship game to Sean McVay. Okay, and then the NFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah, I like coaches who get to NFC Championship yeah. games every freaking year. Like I'll take that coach over. You know, somebody mentioned Dan Campbell. There's a chance in three or four years we're going to look at Dan Campbell and be like, yeah, he wasn't a great coach. Mm. I mean, he better follow it up, right? He's got to follow it up. 888-9... we still got some calls we can take uh, on this on the other side. 888-957-9570 is the number. Don't forget, a reminder, that you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. We can finish up on the uh, San Francisco 49ers, maybe get into uh, Golden State Warriors on the other side. A little potpourri on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Steiny and Guru. 95.7 The Game. You don't mind if I tell our business, do you? Depends. You're going back to be with your family in Pittsburgh, so you'll be out tomorrow. Reading. Yeah, Reading. Pittsburgh. Larry Krug will be in for you. Uh, so people won't be like, Stan, you got tired of you, Guru. Well, but I am tired never. of you, but I, I still have to go back east. <laughs> Luke is smiling. I'm going to give yeah. you a one. Because I'm trying to find. I'm going to have the same. You, you might have the same problem with me in 30 years. We're having trouble getting anybody to talk about my dad. <laughs> I'll stop it. Rest in peace, what? Mr. Steinman. You got to get the same. He's the man. <laughs> gotta, he made you. You got to come up dry when I'm 87 in the grave, <laughs> oh, too. We need some. Can, Duke, can you give me five minutes? No. <laughs> no, I gave him four hours a day. For, oh, boy. It was a long four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 888-957-9570 uh, We can talk Warriors we, Let's clean up some calls okay. uh, Let's clean up the calls It is uh, Super Bowl week the, the People are Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado For your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line They are milk expiration date detectives They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Vince is in the city. Hey, Vince, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm still reeling from the Super Bowl. All right. 
It is what it is, man. Got to look forward to the next season. But, um, you know, I just wanted to talk real quick about this whole overtime situation. You know, it took a trick play in the first half to, to put seven up uh-huh. on the board. And it, when he busted that out that early, I knew we were in trouble. Ooh. It was going to be a, a long game. Um, so there was no guarantee that we were going to – let's say – Let's say it goes the other way in, in overtime where we defer. They get the ball. We can damn near guarantee, because they were rolling, they were going to put seven up yeah. on the board. And then they came out and said well, they were going to go for two. Okay, so they go for two. Let's say they put up eight. There is no guarantee that we were going to go down and score a touchdown, let alone also convert for two. So I don't know what the big deal is. I mean, I I actually agree with Kyle's take on overtime. You were hoping that your defense was going to hold up. And, you know, it just didn't happen. And that's what it was. It was a three-point game. It was very tight the whole time. So, And it went into overtime. I don't remember the last time a Super Bowl went into OT. So the better team won. Hey, and let me now, ask you this, caller. Let me ask you this. I told Stoney this on Monday. You know what? I, everything you said I don't disagree with. But if your defense is so damn good, and I'm talking about the Niners, how, why are so many Niner fans calling in saying, you got to assume Mahomes is going to get seven? Because so much of that game, or at least a half of it, you were in his ass. Why is everybody just assuming also, they were going to get seven when you're sitting there with Warner and Bosa? For me, you, you see a difference in production mm. once Greenlaw went out. The middle of the field was closed off. They weren't doing nothing in the first, when he was playing. Travis Kelsey was he was a ghost. But the 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 guy that you got had on earlier, I want to say um Oren Burks was targeted seven times. He gave up a hundred and seven or or a hundred something yards and a touchdown. So yes, you have to assume because Greg, Greenlaw was shutting down the middle of the field with Fred Warner, but it's not the same player in Oren Burks. You lose the middle third of the field with that coverage. Yeah. So wh- how how else are you going to stop him? Travis Kelsey got going after Greenlaw went yeah. down. They went after Oren Burks, and you see it in the film. Oh, 57's hurt, 57's hurt. Of course you're going to go after the replacement. That's smart football. Yep. So you ha- there's no way you're going to stop that. Well, I get you. Thanks, Vince. Yeah. I like Vince. Vinny. See, this is why... <laughs> I'm lo- I, lo- I just look up at the TV, and I just get annoyed. <laughs> I can honestly say I'm, I, I'm watching Kendrick Perkins, Brian Winhorse, and Stephen it. A. Smith. Would LeBron and Steph I, I got be mad. the greatest duo in NBA history? Don't be disrespectful. Not even close. Dude, I saw it, and I got irritated. One's 40, one's 36. Yeah, they're better than Jordan and Pippen in their prime. Oh, Kobe and Shaq for me. Steph and Clay. Thank you. Yeah. Fair. Steph and Draymond. Steph and Durant. Come on now. Or would it be more of Steph and over Draymond? Jason in Oakland wants us to stop praising Patrick Mahomes. Oh, no. I want to hear this. What's up, Jace? What's up? What's up, Stani and hey, Joe, hey. man? I love listening to y'all. Thank I you. love listening to y'all in the afternoon, you man. Y'all, y'all got a great combination. Let me let let y'all know Thanks, that man. first. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, this is what I want to say, though. This is what I want to say. People are acting like Mahomes threw for five touchdowns. Talk to me. Four hundred yards 
and ain't nobody saying if the Niners uh, offensive, right offensive, one of the offenses on the right-hand side would have made a block, Jennings would have caught the touchdown, or he would have looked over to the left and seen Ayuk was wide open because the cornerback fell down. That would have changed everybody's conversation. But now I'm hearing the narratives of, oh, yeah, he's playing against Patrick Mahone. The, when we played him with Garoppolo, we was up 10, 10 points. Cunningham did not run the ball when uh, when the running back got six yards on the first down, and he threw the ball, what, two or three times after that. So the Niners handed them another Super Bowl. And then we got a, on the special teams, this dude knowing that it's on a kickoff, get out the way. Yeah. I don't even, I'm not even going to make a block. I'm going to let my guy catch the ball and down it right there. Hey, Jay. So it's not about what Patrick Mahomes did. It's about what the Niners I did. I feel that, man. And the mistakes they made. I feel that. They I just said about how great Jay. Patrick Mahomes. They're talking about how great Patrick Mahomes is and what he – oh, he's playing against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes okay. threw a pick. Jace. didn't even throw a pick. So what do you do, Jace? What do you do? What, what – after this, you talk – well, they got a guy that's up in Santa Cruz – and if if, if 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 Shanahan don't get it done this season, they got they got a guy in Santa Cruz that's been watching by the name of Mike Holmgren. Oh wow! I, I was going to say he was going. I was going to say Bob Hill. <laughs> I was going to say Nick Nicholas Kerr. He went Holmgren. Wow! How about Pete Carroll for defensive coordinator? Uh, Doug's in Berkeley. Hey Doug, how you doing, buddy? Dougie. Hey hey guys, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Hey, listen, I've got a couple of quick takes here. Um, number one, uh, you, you got to overcome adversity to have success. Uh, the defense this year had a bad stretch there in the middle of the season. And then in the last two playoff games, they overcame adversity. They, they dug deep. You know, they didn't look good all the time, but they dug deep. You have to do that. In the Super Bowl game, we held Andy Reid, the great Andy Reid, 10 years or so in Philadelphia, never won a Super Bowl, and we're, we're, we're talking. Didn't win one until we got Patrick Mahomes. We hold Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes to 19 points in four quarters. This up-and-down, horrible defense. Wow. We couldn't get it together, and people complained. We held them to 19 points, okay? That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. Steve Spagnola on all the key plays in the game that could have made a difference, he outcoached. He outcoached. He outcoached our head coach. Okay? Um, you, you know, the bottom line is on the key situations, the defense is not nearly as bad as we're making it out to be. Wilkes has gotten sandbagged. He, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't the greatest. But he did a hell of a job. They pulled together Shanahan on every key play. What do we say about Brock Purdy, how he goes through his reads, okay? If he had a little more time, a, a little better play calling, he would have found Ayuk open, okay? So there's enough blame to go around. There's enough praise to go around. There's all this talk. We tried hard. We didn't get it. But um, Wilkes... The, for me, the bottom line is Wilkes is getting a bad rap. Not perfect, but he's getting a bad rap. And and as much blame as you're going to put on him, you could put the same amount of blame on Shanahan for not 
putting us in position on those key plays where he got out coached by Spagnola every time to win the Super Bowl. Thanks, Thanks. Doug. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Stani, I was just going to say something you brought up Tuesday. Uh, Ted talked about it from the Athletic. We had him on. Ted Wynn, he maybe a more experienced quarterback tells George Kittle, you know, when he whiffed on the block, because I thought it was O-lineman. I didn't know it was Kittle's responsibility. And he was just saying maybe a more experienced quarterback recognizes that. And you you brought up the question. This is why I bring you up. Would a more seasoned quarterback have made a better throw or saw that, that breakdown before it actually happened and maybe we're at a parade today? I don't know. But Ted kind of I, – I don't want to speak for him, but he brought that up, Stiney. Well, you don't have – like, yeah. Who are, the, who are the quarterbacks we said might have been able to make that Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure about that, but whatever. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes. No, they, I don't, Brock Purdy's not that good. He's not good or enough. Or seasoned. Yet. Or whatever. Mm. Like, that's the other thing. You know what? Shanahan's coach said, how, how long has Andy Reid been a head coach in the NFL? 21 years? Yeah, a long time. 20? Yeah. She's been, uh, Andy uh, Reid's been a head coach for 20 uh, years. Shanahan seven. Shanahan's, guys. Shanahan's getting really better. Yep. Shanahan's getting better as a coach. He just needs to get a little better. Just needs to improve. Just like Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy needs to get better. But you just hope you know, maybe we win his, a Super Bowl. Yeah, you just hope you don't get his bling in uh, Denver. How do you think Kyle got better between the first and second Super Bowl? Oh, I'm not saying he did or he didn't. I'm j- I don't know that. I'm just saying he has to get better. No, right. Kyle's got to get better. I think the problem, I don't want to speak for Is everybody. Is Kyle a better coach now than he was in 19? I, I, I thought he was. But now so one game, game, one no, game now I'm he's not. I'm not saying he's not. I just I didn't see any growth. We got the halftime debacle. We got your team not knowing the rules, and they're talking like they're snitching. Sounds like next year's going to be a lot of fun ripping <laughs> Kyle Shanahan no. all season long. That's what we're headed to. You know it. You know it. If you, you know you lie. York, if you were York, would you be like, a little part of it's you. too late. Honey, at dinner, it's talking to his wife. Then why'd you extend me? And that was, uh, do you think, no. Do I think what? Because there's a Steiny. Chet York you... extended this guy before the season. So there's no But he regret. had three years left. I don't know if there's regret there's or not. Always, uh, but that's called making life, a bed. Steiny. He there's... made a bed. But when you can turn a furnace up just a little bit, Jed York can't. Let me ask you a question. You really think Jed York can turn a furnace up on a guy like Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, how'd that work out when Jed York tried to turn the furnace up on Harbaugh? Well, that was different. That was personal. Kyle Shanahan, we, on the one hand, we're saying Kyle Shanahan's the most arrogant coach we've ever seen. He's arrogant, he's arrogant, he's arrogant. He's arrogant. The, yeah. Oh, but Jed York can turn up well, the no, heat. Well, no, he gave that Jed away York when he gave him cannot turn up the heat. Kyle Shanahan will say, fine, fire me, and I'll get a job <laughs> yesterday. Uh, let's go to Jay in Berkeley. What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? Hey, how are you? Dynamite. So, diehard Broncos fan, living in the Bay, feeling for all the Niners fans who have been, you know, I've been there. Of course. It took a while for the Broncos to get one. And uh, the formula is simple. Shanahan's only win when they have an Elway. So, go get an Elway. There it is. That's it. Wow. That's what you like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, not the you like you don't like the two way. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like okay, let's really talk about it. Andy Reid or Shanahan? Well, Reid's got the advantage. Next question: Mahomes or Purdy? Next question: Mahomes, Kelsey or Kit Kelsey? Next question. Well, it's more than and here's that. Here's the other thing: you had a Here's the other thing: Chris Jones or Bosa? Chris Jones. Well, I ain't mad at you on that one. Okay. Well, again, all the big boys played better than uh, all their big boys played better than your big boys. Period. Uh, let's go to uh, Rob. Rob's in Dublin. 
So I need a complaint. I need somebody to. I'm ready hey, for somebody up, to fella? blame Rob the officials. From, Rob from San Bruno, hey, give Rob. us a call, buddy. Hey, question for you, fellas. How is it that the Chiefs have one holding penalty for three Super Bowls? Explain that to me. I thought it was zero penalty holding penalties in the three. Well, that's uh, well coached. Actually one, go yeah. actually one, go just one, but one still zero. On, yeah. One, it's crazy. Yeah, still zero exactly. So my other question is that I'll take Rabel as as a defensive coordinator. If we have to go, I think we need to go with a player coach, somebody who's played the game knows it, uh, and also too. But what y'all say to having an extra two refs on the field for the Super Bowl to not miss certain calls? I'll take your questions. I'll take your heads off the air. Well, Later. one of the reasons one of the reasons is uh, they haven't been. I mean, that's just superior Conspiracy. coaching. No, it's coaching. No, I was saying the, the one holding call. They played good. Who the Chiefs the offensive line? Oh, they, they got one in three Super Bowls. Different street being <laughs> buttoned up and not buttoned up. Yeah. One team didn't hold. The other team had and your best five false starts. Held. That first drive Who? was symbolic. Who held? Trent Williams. Best false player. start. And then, trying to get the word out on. on him all year. And then your boy Jordan puts it on the carpet. We don't. We're not used to like. Just think about how that game went. The first drive, you're gashing them, and then it's like, oh, Trent. Well, we ain't used to that. And then your boy puts it on a carpet. McCaffrey, like that was see, that I, was a sign. See, I don't believe the 49ers were ever gashing the Chiefs. That I, first I just, drive, they were moving. Okay. And then, yeah. And, and I was like, oh boy. You got to score to even well, be you're considered right a gash. Your boy put McCaffrey it on the carpet. Fumbled. Yeah. Exactly. That was that doesn't mean you weren't gashing. I don't think they were. <laughs> they were tiny. Put... They were moving. I'm watching the game. Okay. They, they just were moving. I'm just saying. Okay, fine. They were gashing. Like, <laughs> and what did it they, get them? They, no, not gashing. How'd they, did they gash after that? I'll give. Okay, you know what? They gashed on that first possession. Did they gash? They were after? in the process. Of they gashing. were in the, no. They weren't in the process. They were in the after the first drive. They were in the process of not gashing. That's why. Pa- you, First drive of the overtime. Ted Wynn. Ted Wynn. They got a few goals. Ted Wynn. Because of a holding. <laughs> Uh-oh. Not buttoned up. Uh, Ted Wynn. Do I don't know what you're talking about. 49ers weren't buttoned up. No, no. I won't fight you on that. Oh, and you think they got a gift holding? The 49ers. No, he said. Are you talking about the defensive holding the Chiefs that lengthened the 49ers drive in overtime? No, I'm talking about the Jordan Willis hold. Or not. Yeah, the Willis hold on the final drive. Was that the, the one? Was that the one because the one Kittle was out was? because he was hurt. Didn't they get a first down on that possession anyway? I'm no. thinking of Willis. Yeah. Didn't they, they got a first down, I think, after that penalty. I think. They weren't buttoned up, so it really didn't matter. Well, no, they got buttoned up for that play. This one that got away. I'm sorry. You can but say that. Who called this free? I, I didn't, you know. I know Mahomes is the badass. Evan, just two seconds. You can't have a game given to you in a Super Bowl by Patrick Mahomes. You got to take it. They didn't take yeah. it. We, we all, Evan, we all know, and I love your young mind. We all know how brilliant Mahomes is. I, I'm the guy saying he's brilliant. But there's just something about how that game played out to where I say, you know what? You, you allowed the vampire to stay yeah. out of the coffin, yeah. and he sucked your blood. Yep, just Can, like great. Is, is that fair for me to say? Mahomes was great, but Evan, he wasn't. He was quiet for a half. Yeah, Niners the defense kept him quiet. Yeah, Michael no, Jordan I'm once had seven 90. points in a first half, and then thirty-two. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the how many yards did he throw for though? Who? Different sport. 
Brady threw for what 700 about, and lost What I'm talking about is I don't give a rat's behind if they did a good job against Mahomes for a half. <laughs> right. Like, that's, like, that's, that's a full nuance, game. Donnie. I we got to play a whole game. But it, but it hammers home the point that the Niners offense had an opportunity to kind of distance themselves, so, and they went right. the bid. And their defense had a chance to win the game wow. for three straight possessions at I the end of the game. They couldn't get that. one. Like, that's what that's I mean. That's why they fired Wilkes, right? Huh? So that's why they fired Wilkes. They fired Wilkes because... Because he couldn't get a stop when he needed to. I think they would have fired him anyway. No. No, but like what you're saying doesn't matter. Like It doesn't matter because they just didn't get a stop. Or they didn't make a play. Or they what? didn't get a stop. Or they weren't buttoned up. Like that's all, They weren't all those things. But what, what are you saying? Like Steve Wilkes held him to 25 points. Like he did, Actually, 19. Okay. 18. Right. Like, they did a nice job. I think... Like, I don't understand what's so hard to ex- understand about the 49ers played a good game. It came down, like, just like any game, and they, they their defense couldn't come up with a big play. But I Now, they like still couldn't hammered, have come yeah, up with a big yeah. play, and maybe the offense would... Nobody bailed anybody yeah, out. No doubt, but Stanley, I feel like, like there is some time when you talk about... Because, you're, hey, you're honing in on money time... But in the Super Bowl, it's all money time. So the defense answered the bell the no, they, first half. Okay, holding great, them to like, three. Right. So they answered the bell for two out of five quarters. Of their, yeah. Like that's not enough to win a Super Bowl. You have to play I feel sixty like it was minutes. Than two of five, but they played five quarters. But the D stopped Kansas City from scoring the touchdown in regulation. Okay, then blame the offense. Oh, I am. Okay. I just have Two a problem can be equally blaming true. the D. You're right on the sequence part Look, of it. They but didn't, it's like, damn, we didn't done it the whole game almost. Y'all couldn't give us no points talking to the offense. But me, you're right well, on it. They, they didn't they, stop they made, like, The 49ers didn't make one damn big play in well, that game. Well, Not was, one. Oh, they had a flea muff, flicker. No, great. The, the muff punt. Yeah. Well, that's my point. Oh, the interception. Okay, they get they, okay. They had an interception did that gave them the ball at midfield. They did essentially. nothing with it. Like, is it, offense. I mean, did that's a, that's a turnover. Yeah. Yeah. A but big like, one. nobody made a big uh-huh. play. Dino in the city. What's up, Dino? How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate the banter. I think everyone's going through their collective trauma processing right now. And, you know, the first couple of stages are denial and then blame, right? Oh, why did we lose? We shouldn't have lost. And, oh, it's Shanahan's fault. It's Wilkes' fault. It's this guy, that. It's the, the punt. I think the last couple of stages we got to get to, to be honest with you, and this is what I think is so tough and everyone has a hard time forgiving Shanahan, is you got to get to acceptance and then corrective action. I think on the corrective action side, I think what, what grates people, at least me, is from Shanahan in particular, just to be the ability to say with some sincerity, hey, I messed up on this play. Maybe I should have gone for it on fourth. Maybe I should have actually deferred in overtime. I think just right. missing that a You've little been asking bit. For that. Yes. And, and yeah, and I think I think overall, right? I mean, I love our team. I love Shanahan. I actually think we've got the recipe to do it. We just got to fix things at the margins. And so that starts with recognizing where are those deficiencies, right? Offensive line. Maybe a couple more corners. Got to find a good defensive coordinator. And I think with Shanahan, the biggest thing has got to be, can he learn to make second-half adjustments? And I think that's what we haven't seen yet. And I think that's what's going to take us over the top. Love to hear your thoughts on that. Appreciate the call. And that's, if I were Kyle, Evan, and Steiny, even if I didn't believe it, I would say, you know what? 
What I don't want to do is come off as arrogant, so I'm going to take one for my brand, and I'm going to say what Steiny and Goo and listeners, that's how people gravitate to you as opposed to saying, you know what, that Evan never admits when he's wrong. He's so smug and arrogant. Like, why wouldn't Kyle just but we've been give saying us a that little forever. sprinkle? Yeah, a little sprinkle he, of, you know what, sh- I, 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 I did it wrong. That like people with all, would love you. With all due respect, why shouldn't he be arrogant? People like you have been calling him the greatest play caller of all time for five to seven years without him ever winning a title. Right, the, right. He just got he's got a seven he's got seven more years left on his deal. To a man, Peter King, go ahead, Slareth, Baldinger. This is the great. This is one of the greatest code. Greatest cut. Why shouldn't he be arrogant? Well, Baldy said he got to kick the door. Everybody down kisses his ass. Well, I'm gonna say this about that. I did say that, but it's like a bottle of ketchup when it's damn near done. The bottle's running on east, Donnie. It like yeah, you've been living on that. Super now Bowls. you got to get one of the. You got to close the deal. Well, he's, he's lost two Super Bowls. But you know what I'll coach. do? I'll come he's in and say, "Hey, Kyle, have you thought about your staff coming back?" Oh, I hadn't even thought about it. Now, uh, four hours later, your that boy crap, got that crap fired. Not, that crap does not bother me one iota. It did not but bother me. Of- it doesn't bother me that Mike Dunleavy said we'd like to have Jordan Poole here for a long oh, time. Oh, I got over and that. And it doesn't bother me that in, the wake, later. that in the wake of losing a Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan basically said, I'm not answering your stupid question about a, a defensive coordinator. Finally, everybody's going to be back. And 20 minutes later, he didn't fit our system. Oh, boy. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, Steiny and Guru with you. Looks like the Warriors may be off the hook today. Because we still got tons of 49ers calls. No, we got to get to them, though. They blew it. They let Draymond on the ground and continue playing. Mm-hmm. I would be irate if I were Dre. I'd well, do it behind closed doors. I make Next sure. time I go there, your MFers keep playing. I want to make sure. That this doesn't come off wrong. About come check rumors. on me. <laughs> they're, they're going nowhere. And the reason they're going nowhere hurt. is because they cannot continue to play Steph 36 oh. minutes and ask him to carry oh. them for four quarters. That's I didn't know where you got were got nothing to do with Steph, but that's that ain't happening. Like he'll win you some games, but it's a long season. He's got so little help on a consistent basis. All right, uh, we got to go on the other side. And what that means is, just a reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Goo on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. 888-957-9570 is the number. That segment also brought to you by Robert Half. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.